0: We are live, guys. Hello. I'm Charles. I'm Toby. And we're going to do uh, something different this year. We're going to just talk about the uh, the Best Picture nominees. Um, I will be posting a video tomorrow that gives more of our predictions. But for right now, this is just the Best Picture nominees. We're going to talk about all nine of them. Um, we're going to do it pretty fast, though. We're going to actually just show you the trailers and kind of talk over the trailers. Um, so for the first one, we're starting with 1917. So... Uh, here's a synopsis. April 6, 1917. As a regiment assembles to wage war deep in enemy territory, two soldiers are assigned to race against time and deliver a message that will stop 1,600 men from walking straight into a deadly trap. And here we go. Blake. Pick a man. Bring, Bring your kit. I today might be- okay, so. This is a... Uh... This is probably for me. This is my favorite movie of the year. At least that one's nominated.
1: I'm gonna have to agree with you, Charles. This is. Uh, uh, I love this film.
0: Yeah, and I, I was kind of surprised by it. Uh, the the biggest criticism I hear about it is that there's not much of a story, but part of that is because it's happening in real time, um, because it's designed to look like it's all one take. And to me, that creating that and the intense, you know, feelings you get while you're sitting there, it's a very intense movie. And you just you feel really connected to the characters because you're going on this journey with them in real time. And well, and, and, and it's almost like they're not
1: hiding anything. And it's different from any kind of you know, kind of your traditional war movie where you have this big plot about, you know, how do you you know, the good versus bad and, and, you know, do the allies win or not and how is it done? It's it's simple, it's to the point. It's this one story and this one instance about Two brothers, and you know the journey to save one of them, and you feel like you're actually on this journey with them for two hours, and I thought that was just awesome, and to experience that in Dolby Atmos, yeah, that was cool. Sound that was my first time in one of those theaters like that. Fantastic! Like you just you you feel like you're there. There's a couple scenes where there are a couple scenes where you just oh my gosh, like. You, you feel like it's happening to you, like the, right. the explosions and the gunfire, and it's just, it's crazy.
0: And I mean, on a technical level too, it's brilliant. This will win Best Cinematography, without a doubt. Um, pretty sure that Sam Mendes will win Best Director for it. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the editing probably, because that way they did it seamlessly, but this should win a lot of the technical awards, and I think it's going to win Best Picture as well, so... That's my prediction too. So but it got the film at BAFTA.
1: Yeah, but I think Parasite might be able to be an upset. So it just really depends. We'll see. Yeah. Parasite's also another one of my favorites. Yeah. But okay. We'll see what happens. Is it, okay. When you say favorites, like top three? Top three. Okay. Okay. Definitely top three.
0: Okay. Well, that's the end of that trailer. So we're going to go into our next one, which, uh, let's see. While they're
1: doing the credits here. Our next one is Ford versus Ferrari. All right. So American car designer Carol Shelby... <laughs> And driver Ken Miles battle corporate interference and the laws of physics to build a revolutionary car, um, race car for Ford, in order to defeat Ferrari at the 24 Hours of Le Mans in 1966. I was actually kind of surprised at how much I liked this film. I thought it was like really enjoyable. I'm not a big car person. I'm not a race guy. Like you're not gonna catch me at the races. Um, but I thought the acting was pretty brilliant like i i thought it was really well done and it was for me it was an enjoyable movie i don't know if it's gonna be you know i don't think it's gonna get best picture but um i i was enjoyed for two hours i agree with you on that i, well, I two and a half hours Pretty yeah, long movie, yeah actually. A, yeah
0: it is pretty long surprisingly i mean but it's not a slow movie by any means um but i i agree with you i think it's a really solid movie really good great acting um, this is another one where the action and the cinematography was really brilliant. I was actually watching how they did the tracks because it's about the Le Mans race, and they it was like filmed in like five different places to mm. all recreate it because it doesn't exist anymore. Um, and like I said, I'm not a huge car person, but I I, I do know Carroll Shelby, and so it was kind of interesting on the take on that. Um, Matt Damon's a little interesting on uh, being cast because he doesn't look anything like Carroll Shelby. And really, he, he did a Texas accent, but he doesn't really sound like him either. Hmm. Whereas Christian Bale, um, I didn't know his character. I didn't know Ken Miles. But and when we were, Toby and I were watching it, we're like, man, he is like over-the-top English in this. Right. And so I, I was like, why is he doing that? And then I went back and I, I watched some of Ken Miles in a documentary. He really nailed it. Like, he he got the accent down exactly hmm. as Ken Miles spoke, some of the words. Um he even managed to look like him somewhat, so that's really impressive. Uh, so Christian Bale is nominated for supporting actor, and I, I I don't think he'll win, but he was really good in this. Yeah, um, it's a good movie. It, it you know especially if you are into cars and all that, and and so it's a solid movie. It's worth seeing. I just don't think it's the same caliber as some of the other best picture nominees here. Um, that this scene right here, by the way, this is uh that's Henry Ford II. He's uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, I don't. I don't think Ford really liked the depiction of him in this
1: movie. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was like, I wonder how the Ford family feels about it. because I don't think they I, like it. I don't know. Definitely not a um, very likable guy. No, he's sure, sure. not, it's at it? least in the movie.
0: All right, so the next up is The Irishman. Uh, you go ahead and say something about Toby. I'm going to pull up a synopsis.
1: Yeah. Um, wow. I mean – it's hard to talk about The Irishman in, like, a two min- two minutes, right? Well, the but, synopsis um, is super short. Considering no- it's a three-and-a-half-hour
0: movie. Right. The synopsis is a mob hitman recalls his friend Jimmy Hoffa. That tells mm. you nothing about this movie. I actually
1: went into this movie not knowing what it was about. Like, I had just heard about it. Um, I didn't know it was about Jimmy Hoffa. So I was really just kind of enthralled with, where is this going? Like, is this just another mob movie? What is this all about? And it, and it kind of got there, and I, I, I just enjoyed it. The, it's just... It took a lot of time to get there. It does,
0: and it's, you know, we said it's a Martin Scorsese movie. Um, he's done a lot of mob movies, and part of it, it's kind of, to me, it's in the shadow of his other mob movies, especially Goodfellas. This is not Goodfellas. It is a good movie. I liked it. Would you put this in your top three? It is in my top three. After Parasite or before? After Parasite. Okay, so this is, your, this is the bottom of your top three. This is another movie that... I wanted to like more, I thought it was very enjoyable, but I didn't end up liking as much as I wanted to. Well,
1: I think you had an issue with kind of the de-aging process, right? Where... I, I did,
0: yeah. Well, part of it, so I think the effects are amazing. If you watch the behind-the-scenes, they did some new technologies that they didn't have to wear any trackers for the three for being able to de-age them. My problem is, these these guys are getting close to 80. I mean, Al Pacino's like 78, 79, and so, yeah, you can make their face look younger, but when they're moving around, fighting, punching people, they don't look like 30-year-olds or 40-year-olds. They still move really stiffly. Especially, there's a scene where De Niro's beating up a guy outside of a um, store, and it just didn't look right to me. Yeah. Um, I just don't... I, I think the technology is amazing, but I just wish that they had gone further with it and maybe even, you know, got some stunt bodies, you know, just for some certain scenes.
1: Yeah, I mean, as somebody who didn't really realize how much de-aging went into it like i thought it was believable but you know if yeah. you know about kind of how that works i mean is definitely you can go back and like oh yeah that's kind of weird right but, yeah and so, um i thought joe pesci i was though, gonna say joe did, pesci
0: is great in this fantastic he is so uh, it's great to see him come out of retirement oh by the way that's a netflix movie so netflix is really killing it with the movies lately all right here we go next movie oh, jojo oh. rabbit <laughs> jojo
1: rabbit so charles you want to talk about it real quick yes Bob, now up. this
0: is another one um I actually had not seen a trailer for this one. I had not watched the trailer before we saw it, um, so I came into it with zero expectations. And in fact, it was—I uh, think it was the last of the best picture movies that I saw the yeah, nominees. Yeah. And so I, I didn't know what to expect, but I ended up loving
1: it. This is in my top three of this okay. year by yeah, by far. This would be my second choice behind nineteen seventeen. It, the movie is about a young boy in Hitler's army who finds out that his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their home. Um, once again, like I didn't go in, I didn't go into this like knowing anything about it. and I kind of joke like, "Is this a pro-Hitler movie?" Or like, "What is this movie about?" Uh, especially um, at the beginning, it is right. kind of odd. And it, but you know, they, they put a lot of sarcasm in there where you know you realize, oh okay, like this is. They understand the downfall is coming, and um, you know this boy's kind of been indoctrinated into. Nazi Germany and you know Nazism and it, it it's done really really well. Yeah. Um, honestly, I wish I would have seen more of Scarlett Johansson. Like she, she's. I won't tell you what happened. I thought yeah. there was gonna be more of her in this film, but um, I did too. I enjoyed it. it. Was it was good? It was entertaining. Um, it's not my favorite though, but it's definitely entertaining. Well, what I loved about it is
0: the kind of juxtaposition of the of the kind of satire of the Nazis, and then there's actually this really dramatic story that's really well done. And so those two, there's the dichotomy there, but they blend so well, and they go feed off each other, and it just really worked and clicked with me. Um, I, yeah. you know, you're thinking this is a PG-13 movie dealing with Hitler, and it's like, it's very interesting, but they they handle it really well, um, and it, it felt. Um, they also made it feel modern in a lot of ways with the music choices, and uh, um, so I, I really, I really, really, really enjoyed this one, and I think it's one that probably people didn't see. And so I'm hoping um, home video
1: gets you know a little more attention. I will say Roman Davis, he's the young boy who's the main actor in this film, is amazing. Definitely gonna be one of those people that's up and coming. Yeah. Um, in movies. So, and they're those two guys on the screen. Those are yeah they were really the, funny. The kid, together. the kid actors were amazing in this. All right. Next movie
0: is Joker. There? All right. Well, I got help? the synopsis right I'll, here. Uh, there you go. Here we go. I got the synopsis. So I think most of us probably know this, but in Gotham City, mentally troubled comedian Arthur Fleck is disregarded and mistreated by society. He then embarks on a downward spiral of revolution and bloody crime. This path brings him face to face with his alter ego, the Joker. Um, so this movie made has made over a billion dollars worldwide. Everybody's seen it, um, and that's fantastic for a comic book movie. And more on more moreover, though it's it's the leading in the nominations this year. It's got 11 nominations. Um, Joaquin Phoenix will win as best actor there's no. just there's no doubt he's won every other award um he, and he deserves it he's fantastic in this
1: movie it's kind of an interesting juxtaposition with jojo rabbit where that's kind of a happier <laughs> film this is definitely not it and it has its surprising moments where i was like wow that was super dark i was not expecting that um it is one of my favorites it's not in my top three but it's definitely up there i think joaquin yes he should win best actor um and just overall supporting cast, I thought was so great. Um, the and, cinematography, too. I'm looking yeah. at some of these shots. They're beautiful. Uh, seriously,
0: the color of this movie is fantastic. And it, it, it's evocative of um, Mean Streets and some of Scorsese's earlier films. So It's kind of cool that he's actually going up against Scorsese. Um, and this is Todd Phillips. He's the director of The Hangover doing this. So it,
1: it's just great on, on a lot of levels. I think it's going to be a hit or miss with you. Like you're either really going to love it or you're really going to not like and, it. But either way, on... I think you're going to love his performance. Is the point? Because yeah. to me, like
0: I thought the the looks of the movie and all that. There were the issues I had with the movie, but I you just his performance is amazing. He's going to win it. It's awesome. Because he, he, you know, Heath Ledger won an Oscar for this too. For but their their takes are so completely different,
1: totally different. Like he really can't compare the two. I've been asked that so many times. Like, what do you think? Like, you can't put the two on the same. They're right. They're completely different films. Like. When you put them side by side, um, the Dark Knight just seems like a happy movie. Yeah, you know what I mean compared to this film. All like right. it's Here's the next movie, Little Women. Little, little Women. women. Um, get a synopsis on that. Let me pull it up real quick. Um, what do you think? I don't know how you felt about this one.
0: I liked it. Um, it's not one of my favorites this year. I liked it. It took me a little while to get into it, and you, it, they do kind of throw you around back and forth in time, and it's um, it's somewhat. I guess at the very beginning, it's kind of you know you're kind of like trying to keep up yeah well what we noticed in the movie was that the the scenes in the future had a um or was it the scenes in the past
1: the scenes in the future had like this bluish tint the scenes to in the f- them. yeah and the ones in the past right. are kind
0: of this this gold tinted and that's kind of interesting and and that really that helps kind of keep your eye where you're at but go ahead read this analysis. and
1: yeah so for those who haven't read the book or seen the movie joe march reflects back and forth on her life telling the beloved story of the march sisters Four young women, each determined to live life on their own terms. So I will say I enjoyed this film. Um, I think the acting all around was um, was great. Timothy, of course, for yeah, previous he, podcasts. Yeah. You guys know how much I love Timothy. He
0: was fantastic in this. I, um, I liked his character. And, it, it, and I actually have not read the book. I haven't, I haven't either. I haven't seen other versions of this. I know this and is so like the fourth one.
1: I will say that I was talking to somebody um, at work about this, and they said this film does the book so much justice like it is almost scene by scene portrayed like they can see it based on like it's just Greta Gerwig did just a fantastic job with this and film and she should have been nominated for director I, I agree just as far as uh, Ke- and these shots right here I mean this was yeah a fantastic part of the movie right
0: and, and just but to get that many fantastic performances Sir Ronan as a lead, Florence Pugh. I mean, really, that that goes to the director, um, how good it is. And by the way, um, you'll see the guy talking to her about publishing the book. He's the same actor that played Henry Ford in Ford vs. Ferrari. So he's in two of the Best Picture nominees this year. That's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, there's really not much that I didn't like about it. I just said, to me, it was a little confusing at first, the very beginning of it.
1: I will say the problem I had with it was sometimes it is hard to understand if you're in the future that's or what if i mean you're in the present right like or the past like you go back and forth and i think we picked up on the fact that the future has like these blue right that's what we're the, saying yeah but i don't know if you should have to rely on that to know like which time period you're well
0: on. and then the part of that is it's like they don't look any different really in those right. like, that's the guy that played henry ford and Ford vs ferrari so pretty awesome all right i next. kind of thought he looked like dick cheney but yes
1: yeah. we won't get into politics next either. movie what is I marriage love story. about nicole She's a mother. marriage story i i Really enjoyed this film. Obviously, Adam Driver is having a heck of a year. The year of his life. I mean, it's so, just. So
0: here's a synopsis: uh, Noah Baumbach's incisive and compassionate look at a marriage breaking up and a family staying together. Um, this is my third favorite movie of the year. Wow. I absolutely love this one. Um, it's another one I didn't know what to expect. I, I figured there'd be great acting, but all of it just feels so real and true and. Uh, and you really see like how awkward and weird some of the things you have to do to get a divorce if you're doing that. And, and you also see how relationships fall apart through no one's fault. It's not, you know, they're both, it's not like they really, in the movie it was revealed he did cheat on her, but that wasn't even the part where they fell apart. There was just, they had two different lives that were going in two different directions and, you know, and, and. um, Alan Ald is awesome as a lawyer. I and mean, Ray Liotta is awesome. Uh, speaking of lawyers though, um, Laura Dern right there, she's going to win the best supporting actress this year. She will win it. She's a lock. She's fantastic. Has some amazing dialogue. And I think that the mm-hmm. dialogue and the scenes, you know, with her talking about how unfair it is for women and all that, mm-hmm. and she delivered it so well. It's such a good message. It's, it's so, um, it's, it's. I mean, I don't know if the message is good. I would say, but it's like she's she's just hitting the nail on the head as far as what the problem is. Yeah. Um. And and it and that's that that's great. You know, look at all the people in this, the nominees and, act, and Academy Award winners. And, and stuff. if
1: you're if you're a fan of the Squid and the Whale, yeah, I think you're really gonna enjoy this movie. Um, Noah Baumbach, obviously fantastic. fantastic yeah. Director. Let's. So see. don't get married. It's kind of no, little, no, don't get
0: I'm married. No. And, and Yeah, but this this is, yeah, this is, this is amazing. Ray Liotta's great in it, too. All right. And again, All right what's up next? It's another yeah. Netflix movie. All right, so here we go. This is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. To my right is Bounty Law series lead and J.K. Hill himself... I like this movie. It is not my favorite Tarantino film. Um, Definitely not. I think the ending makes it, and I think the ending is also the most controversial thing about it. Um, uh, you know, so I won't spoil the ending, but... Um, it was not what I was expecting and so like it it,
1: it made the entire movie better for me. yeah um, so it's great this it. film is about a faded television a- television actor and his stunt double strive to achieve fame and success in the film industry during the final years of Hollywood's golden Age in 1969 Los Angeles yeah it's definitely not my favorite uh, Tarantino film I enjoyed hateful eight Django I mean there's some more films out there that I enjoyed um, right but right. It, it was it was kind of like Here's a slice of life, right? Like of what's going on in 1969 Hollywood. And that, um,
0: that scene right there—that um, was an interesting with Bru- scene with Bruce Lee. I know that's—I yeah. know that's a scene where uh, Bruce Lee's like daughter hates the representation. I don't know. As far as yeah, I mean, a comedic scene and and setting up Brad Pitt's character. I think it's a great scene that way. I, I don't know if it's an accurate portrayal at all. Right. Um, I did like it. It la- I made me laugh. Brad Pitt is going to win the Oscar, supporting actor in this. He's fantastic.
1: And Margot Robbie actually did really, really well. Yeah, yeah, so. she did.
0: She did. And, uh, yeah.
1: She did well, too.
0: Yeah. she an
1: up-and-coming star.
0: DiCaprio is always good. He, he gets nominated. All right. Here we go. So let's do the last movie after this, which, let's see, I believe is Parasite. Parasite. So Parasite, let's, uh, let's see. Let's see. Parasite here is, the synopsis is, all unemployed. Is it, how do you say their name? In the, I can't remember. Kai Tech? Kitek? Kitek and his family take peculiar interest in the wealthy and glamorous parks as they ingratiate themselves in their lives and get entangled in an unexpected incident.
1: So this is my second favorite film behind 1917. I didn't know anything about this film before watching it. I went in and I thought I was watching kind of, not really a comedy, but a more comedic film. And you quickly find out it is not that, like in that scene right there. Um, it kind of turns. And I was surprised and just amazed at how much I like this film.
0: It is really good. It would probably be my fourth favorite. Um, And yeah, again, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I just heard a bunch of good things. Um, This is the one that could be an upset. It could beat 1970. I think they're the top ones. Um, Mm -hmm. If it did, it would be the first foreign language film to win Best Picture. Um, It'd be the first... Uh, South Korean film. It's it's the first South Korean film to be nominated for Best Picture. It's going to win the foreign language category, which is I think called international film this year. It's going to win that category. Uh, but just I don't know on Best Picture. Uh, it, I've, I, it it hasn't won the other awards per se um, that nineteen seventeen has. But the way they do the ranking system on the Best Picture votes, it could it could end up being the top one. So we'll see. It, it's really interesting. But I. I still think that 1917 uh, is probably going to win it. If I had to guess right now, um, me too. But this is one of those films I could
1: honestly watch this over and over.
0: It is, and there's so many layers. Like you talked about how in in certain in scenes they'll divide using like you know foreground objects and all that. They'll divide like rich and poor class. Yeah, and that's really cool. Um, it's so well directed. so well staged. Um, the production design is amazing. Um, and so yeah, I. I really did like it. This is my fourth one. I I just that's the
1: that's what makes the best picture such a hard category mm-hmm. to guess. It just does. So I have a wide range of films this year, and but I think nineteen seventeen is going to take it. Cool. We'll see.
0: Cool, cool, cool. And Elton John's nominated for a song for Rocket Man. So um, that's why I'm wearing the shirt, if you guys are wondering. I'm really hoping he wins this year. I was disappointed uh, that movie didn't get more nominations because I really love that movie. Um, but other than that, Toby, anything
1: else you want to say? No, thanks for having me. It's yeah,
0: fun. Yeah, well, so those are some of our best picture predictions. Um, like I said, uh, sometime, probably tomorrow, right before the Oscars, I will post a, another video where I go into more detail on other predictions. Um, so we'll see you then. Until All right. Then, have a good Goodbye. one, guys.